The follow-up is simple. Ask a question, listen to the answer, then follow up. I'm your host, Noah Kozlov. Enjoy. The follow-up today is with college football Hall of Famer Jim Donnan, the former head coach at Marshall and Georgia. Coach, what's the wildest chase you've ever gone on to get a recruit? Well, I certainly can tell you uh, if this thing lasted about three hours, we could fill it up. But uh, for a 10-minute show, I think I'll just talk in terms of uh, my first recruit at Oklahoma was a running back in uh, North Carolina, in Lumberton, North Carolina, named Tim Worley, who was an outstanding player, a good back, just uh, you know, phenomenal player, uh, high school and college and pro. And... Uh, part of the deal was, you know, his mother and and father were worried about how far it was going to be to uh, actually go to Oklahoma from that, from that neck of the woods. And so coach Switzer came over there for his first visit with him. And, uh, you know, we, we had to uh, stop and get something to eat. And I was worried about him being a little bit late because this kid was driving the bus uh, after school and, uh, Switzer goes in this Hardy's there and, uh, right near Lumberton and orders some regular deal there, but he gets some French fries, but he didn't like the way the fries were fixed. So he went back in the back and started messing around with them and, uh, got them like he wanted. And of course the people, some of them knew who he was. And finally we get there and, uh, and the bus is pulling out and Switzer goes and runs and catches the bus and, gets on the bus and rides around with the kid for his whole uh, hour trip, dropping everybody off. And he didn't have cell phones and all. There would have been a lot of pictures taken. All, but he was talking to everybody on the bus and talking to Tim and everything. So it worked out good, and we had a good visit. And, uh, you know, we felt like we are in pretty good shape. But part of my deal was I just stayed there most of the time and, uh, you know, went back on the weekends for recruits. So the the, the week of the uh, national signing, I get in there and uh, – I talked to Tim, and uh, there's another coach at Clemson that stayed the Holiday Inn with me, too, and we ate breakfast together every day and talked about it. It was just like a babysitting deal, and we thought it was just between the two of us, and uh, so I go in there to talk to Tim, and he says, look, coach, he said, my parents just aren't going to let me go. He said, I can't, uh, uh, I can't talk them out of it, and I really don't want to go to Clemson. And I said, well, uh, where else were you considering? He said, well, you know, he talked about it several schools back and forth and everything. And I said, well, where else would you go? And he said, well, I kind of like Georgia, but I haven't heard from him in a couple of weeks. And uh, you got to remember, I ended up being the head coach of Georgia right. like uh, 15 years from there. So uh, that was actually my first recruit for Georgia. So anyhow, I go in there and uh, – in the Holiday Inn, and I called up Vince Dooley, who I knew because I'd worked for his his brother at uh, North Carolina, Bill Dooley, and uh, fortunately, I was able to get through to him, and I said, Coach, I know you won't believe this, but if you get somebody over here, I promise you, you can get this kid. I said, he doesn't want to go to Clemson. He can't go to Oklahoma. His parents don't want him to go just to get somebody over here. And he said, are you serious? And I said, yeah. I said, I'll meet him out at the airport if you send him in a private plane and We'll go over there. So this guy comes over there, Steve Greer, and I pick him up at the airport. And uh, uh, I said, we got to get some groceries for this kid. So we, he goes over to the Piggly Wiggly. And, I mean, that, we're breaking little rules there. But he goes over and 
get, gets the groceries and he goes in there with kind of a peace offering, you know, acting like, you know, and I, I, I kind of laid the uh, pipe for him. And I said, look, you know, I know Coach Dooley from my years at North Carolina and they got a good system. You know, they lost Herschel Walker and I'm basically recruiting that guy. I mean, Greer just sitting there listening. And, uh, and, uh, so they ended up getting him and, uh, the rest is history, but that was, that was pretty wild. And, and what did coach Whistler say to you about it? Does he, did he ever know the whole story? Well, oh yeah, he knew, he, he knew what was going on. He certainly wanted, uh, us to get him, but you know, at the same time, you know, there gets to be a point of, uh, of where you just have to accept it, you know, and we were, were able to get a couple of good backs that year. Anyhow, we got Leon Perry and Anthony Stafford, uh, two really good freshmen that came in and helped us. But, Certainly, uh, the two best in the country that year were Sammy Smith, who went to Florida State, and and Tim Worley. So it was uh, an interesting scenario. But so uh, you know, uh, people around here have heard it before, but I don't know that a lot of people on the national front have. But it was, uh, I mean, I, I'm I'm serious there. No, I used to get up every day, and like I said, I eat breakfast over there, then I go over and talk to the guidance counselor. I had a routine, and then. They played basketball. Uh, I'd go to the games. Uh, he's the only guy I've ever seen throw a pass to himself on a basketball court. He threw the ball to a guy that was breaking the wrong way, and he ran it down before it went out of bounds. One of the most explosive <laughs> guys I've ever seen. He's just unbelievable. Did you play against him in college when he was at Georgia and you at Oklahoma? No, we never never did get to play uh, uh, them at that time. You know, most of our games were – uh, you know, obviously big eight and we didn't have any games to the SEC and we didn't play them in any bowl games, but I, but I kept up with him. And then, you know, uh, I enjoyed me seeing him again when I got back here, you know, a lot of the old players come by and we, we kind of laugh and giggle about all that stuff. And, uh, I remember how much he liked to eat catfish, man. We go out to eat. He, he, he put those catfish away. Now I can tell you that. <laughs> you ever heard of a story where since that, a circumstance like that has gone down where you recruit for somebody else knowing that you can't get them? You know, I think sometimes if the parents really uh, feel confident about their relationship with you, they'll say, you know, hey, could you just be kind of devil's advocate for us and tell us the pros and cons of this other place? Uh, uh, you know, we're really having a hard time with it. We, we're not going to go to your place, but just give us your opinion all that. And then there's just so many things that can happen in recruiting, you know, that the families, uh, you know, sometimes are just getting, you got to remember everybody's a good salesman. And one of the hardest things about recruiting is saying no, no. I mean, it, it's easy to say yes to somebody, but all these other people have been nice to you. You got to tell them no. And, you know, you got to tell four or five of them and everybody's coming in there hard on you. So that's very difficult. And, what I always told a, a kid that was conflicted, though, if his mom was having trouble uh, with his decision and wanted him to go somewhere else, I just told him to, uh, uh, you know, hey, just talk to your mom. She'll let you know and all that. And then on the side, I talked to the mom and said, look, the next time he tells you he's going anywhere besides Georgia or Oklahoma, wherever I was coaching, just start crying. <laughs> and uh, there's no way he's going to turn down – there's no way he's going to turn down his mom, you know, and say, hey, you're my baby. Don't leave me. I want you to go here. So that always worked pretty well, too. One, one more question then about a parent. Did you ever tell a mom that you loved what she made you when you were there for an in-home visit when you really just couldn't stomach it? 
Oh yeah, I mean you, you got one of the things you got to do as soon as you get to any home is make them feel at home and go in the kitchen and start moving around and asking them what they you know make them understand how important it is for you to feel comfortable in their home and the best ways in the kitchen. But I know one time we had some we went up to uh, Pittsburgh and we had some uh, angel food cake at this place and uh, this mother made and it, it was good but it was real dry you know and. <laughs> Right before, uh, right before uh, she offered us the the food, she said, "Would you like something to drink?" And uh, we said, "No, that's fine. We don't want anything." And so then, she, as soon as my assistant coach took one bite of that angel food cake, he said, "Hey, can I have some milk?" <laughs> Got some milk in there real quick. Coach, good talking to you. Thank you. Hey, glad to be with you, and I'm proud of you. Got your own deal there. I'm, I'm sure it's going to work well for you. Thanks, Coach. I love when the statute of limitations is up on these things and coaches can tell the stories. These days, if a third cousin twice removed of a football booster buys a thing of ramen noodles for a kid he meets at 7-Eleven but happens to be a big-time recruit, the NCAA drops the hammer. The coach's story also shows how significant relationships are, as about a decade later, Jim Donham was named the head coach at Georgia. Feel free to continue this conversation with me on Twitter and Facebook at Noah Kozlov, and please subscribe to the podcast. Click the five-star rating on iTunes and take 15 seconds to write a review, then share it with everyone you know. If you're not an iTunes person, download the Vocal app or go to vocalnow.com and click on podcasts so you can hear all past and future episodes of the show. Thanks for taking the time to join us on The Follow-Up. The Follow-Up is a production of Vocal. For more information and more programming, please visit vocalnow.com. That's V-O-K-A-L-N-O-W dot com. Vocal.